0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sci-Fi Watcher as we got on the Orville once again. I'm Corey Shrett, and that's Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going?
1: Hey, Corey. Good to be here once again.
0: Glad to be back talking about the Orville. Feels like forever since we've had a new episode. Been a long break. Oh, my God. I forgot what this show was about. It seemed like.
1: <laughs> three weeks, two weeks.
0: It's been three weeks. We had two weeks off, and we're back after the, you know the third week here.
1: Whew. All right.
0: All right, so let's get into the episode called Sanctuary, Episode 12 of Season 2, the 24th episode overall. came out on April 11th, 2019, written by Joe Minoski and directed by somebody named Jonathan Frakes, whoever that is. Oh, yeah. Who's that guy? I've heard of him before. I don't know. He's number two in my book, not number one. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> bad Star Trek jokes. Anyway, yeah, um, this started off going one way and then went a total different direction for me, picking up- um, um, some people take mocklins taking them from point A to point B. And that says it's basically like they're a taxi cab lately.
1: Which, yeah, at first I'm like, what is this? Because it sounds pretty boring if this is the whole episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, this episode did not go where I expected it to go. And then it kept going in a different direction. Um, I felt like we had a Pulp Fiction moment. I don't know. Did you feel it at all when, when the mocklins opened up the case and had a blue light coming out of it? Kind of like. Pulp
1: Fiction. I vaguely, game. yeah, I remember Pulp Fiction and the blue light, yep.
0: Yeah, theirs was gold light, and this is blue, and I was thinking, oh, Pulp Fiction moment, though. And uh, thank God I watch this on Hulu commercial-free, because I'm like, I don't have to sit and wait for, for the next commercial break. Oh, keep rubbing it in. Keep rubbing it in, and yeah. I I didn't watch it, on, I was going to watch it on Thursday night, also, because like, I'm like, I'm too tired, I can't concentrate on this, and I would have to wait through the commercials, but I'm glad I didn't, so... Uh, <laughs> Topa is growing up. Topa is becoming an annoying kid.
1: Yeah. And he's learning after uh, the other Cl- uh, Clyden, father. Clyden. Clyden. Yeah. He's learning some bad traits.
0: Yeah. Females are inferior. Right. Which we know this has been going on for a while. It's just finally coming to a head.
1: Well, I didn't know the extent of it. You know, where where, uh, Bordas was saying Clyden was always rude to the women and didn't acknowledge them. I didn't think about it till this was brought up.
0: And it, yeah, that's the thing too. Which was great is that's it been going on. We never really paid attention to it until it's pointed out to us. It's like you're right. We very rarely see Clyden anywhere. He doesn't acknowledge the woman like they even said when Kelly was sitting there with Bordis, He didn't even look at her, mention anything to her. He just kept talking to 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 uh, Bortis
1: the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he he's blind to her being there. Yeah,
0: yeah she's a woman, but i I have a feeling almost have a feeling that the the relationship's over with It feels like it's been going on for a while that these two are going in separate directions,
1: okay so you think in a divorce, but a divorce in Mocklin means killing the other one
0: i I know there must be some way the union's going to be able to change, it, but I have a feeling this relationship is going to end soon. It's just they have been disagreeing for a long time now about everything. Ever since, ever since the kid well, was born.
1: It could be that, or it could be there's something hap- that happens that causes Clyden to change his mind. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, so far I've not seen anything that
1: could do that. I know, but I mean, that, those are the two options. Either they break up or Clyden sees the light of his ways and changes.
0: And I don't think that's going to happen, to be honest with you. Too ingrained, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That could be another relationship type of episode. It just...
0: But I've been sensing this for a while. It's just like Or he could get killed off. Uh, yeah, he could. Yeah? Yeah. Never know. But we'll <laughs> or maybe maybe Bordis uh divorces him. I just went to a morbid
1: space there. Sorry.
0: Yeah, take it really dark. Take it really dark. <laughs> uh I I was so far I was like blah 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 this episode until we actually see what's in that that case. I was like, it's a baby. <laughs> like did not expect that.
1: It's not somebody's soul. Well, it is a soul?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was surprised it was a baby.
1: Yeah, uh, and I didn't what? expect that. I thought it was some, uh, you know, something like a, a weapon of some kind or something like that. Yeah,
0: you know? I, I had a feeling they were con- coming on board to do
1: something to the Orville. That was the other thing. Like, yeah, maybe they were gonna, you know, um, plant something on the Orville.
0: Yeah, figured they were
1: gonna sabotage
0: a ship or something like that. But, but I, I'm the, once they go, oh, it's a girl, and we're fleeing Machlus, and you know we're we're going to a planet that's given us asylum. I'm like, okay, that that makes sense. I'm like, all right. So that's where the story's going now. Okay, I I okay, I can go with this one. I'll go with this ride.
1: Yeah, it, it, the sanctuary title
0: now makes sense. It does, but then, then we get another twist. This is where I think another twist comes in for me is when. After you know he you know uh Bortus takes Topa to see the baby which was stupid and you knew something was going to happen.
1: Yeah, I had no idea what was the point. What what did he expect to teach Topa? You know,
0: I I don't know what you could teach Topa with that, but I guess he was trying to show him that you know you can. There are are people from our species that are willing to change. That
1: women are not inferior. I to, I, it was completely telegraphed what was going to happen next too. I
0: mean, yeah, I'm like, "Hello." I'm like, "Okay, let's just fast forward through the scene and get to the next scene where where Topa tells on him." It's like, okay. Yeah. Um, but I did the thing that caught me off guard was when when Ed and the rest of the crew were talking to him and and, and I'm I'm looking at it from Boris's perspective. He's like, "Well, I didn't know what you would do and I I believe this and blah blah blah." And they're like, "Um, how do we know they're the parents? What if they stole this child?" I'm like, Ooh, I never thought of it that way. You know? Yeah.
1: But is this like the second or third time that that Bordis has done something he didn't quite think about? I think there's been other examples, you yeah, know.
0: Yeah, I wonder if their species is like that, like just in their genetic makeup. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I never I never thought of that. That's true. It's like it's like strike three for him. Yeah, he's 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 batting zero right now on this, yeah. on this show. Um, but then they're like, okay, we're going to catch up to the ship. And I'm like, okay, so, okay, I see where we're going now. Then the ship's
1: gone. I'm like, what? Yeah.
0: I'm like, okay.
1: Uh, what'd you think of Gordon's little thing? Like he figured out what happened to the ship.
0: I thought it was interesting. The fact that Gordon used to hack, hack
1: the ships he was on and he would
0: cover the, uh, the ion trail with, uh, the tractor beam. Yeah. Which, uh, I think smart. I think Star Trek's done stuff like that to to cover their paths and stuff, but a different idea on it, obviously. But I, I do like the fact that Gordon thought of it and, and they're like, okay, let's do this. It's like, good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when they get to that nebula, I'm like, okay, this is where everybody is. This is where they're hiding. Like, oh, there's the planet. Oh, surprise. I'm like, kind of telegraphed to me right there.
1: Well, it doesn't, okay, this is probably a Star Trek thing, but I thought whenever Star Trek, when they went to a nebula, it messed with your electronics and all that.
0: I did too. I was thinking once they went in there, they were kind of flying blindly. And I thought they, yeah. they couldn't they couldn't really track things. But it's funny how they're in this huge nebula and they're like, hey, there's a star. Hey, there's planets. Hey, that's where they are. It's like you have found them
1: too easily, I thought. Yeah. Because if that's the case, then anyone could have found them. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it's like and, – and the thing that, that I don't say bothered me, but I was questioned is there were only women on this planet. That the besides the two fathers that brought their baby, I didn't see any other men there, any other fathers or anything. It was yeah. all women. I was like, so no parents come with their kids. It just the kids just go on their own. I'm like, what's well going because
1: to- if they if they did, um and they never came back, then they'd be questioned even more like what happened? They they disappeared, you know. We now we need to find these Mocklins. You know,
0: mm-hmm. but you you had a kid before, and you'd have to like hide the egg because I guess you'd have to hide the the pregnancy and the
1: egg somehow, kind of fake. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It just seems kind of like a little it's like weird. an
1: adoption service. They're dropping the kid off to the adoption service,
0: basically. Yeah, <laughs> but I like the idea that they had a whole bunch of uh, they basically had like an underground railroad where they had a bunch of ships to help get them from Machlis to Machlin to this planet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I was like, that's, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So that's where the story is now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can expect this. But I like the idea that Ed said that they're going to submit a request to make the planet an independent state and it'd be protected by the Union. I was like, okay, that I didn't think of that. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, I had a feeling, you know, what happened next would, would happen. Mm. There's no way that could happen.
0: <laughs> uh, I love the whole Dolly Parton thing. Dolly Parton, the- yes. <laughs> I just, I love how they're talking to um, Havina, the the leader, which we saw last season. Right? It was last season we had her. Yeah. Last season, yeah, yeah. The the one female legendary Mcklin that you know we saw last season is here again, in charge of this whole planet, and I love it. He's like, and you know, he, I knew you know there's a joke coming. When he's like, "Here's the database of everything. Go look up whatever you want." I'm like, "It's going to be music, and it's going to be something that just doesn't fit in with anything else." That's
1: fine. That's if, fine. That's I was gonna, fine.
0: And then nine to five comes in, and I love how, and I love how later she, when she does her speech, she literally quotes the song. yeah and ed's just like oh my god i don't believe this (laughs) oh my god
1: but those people may not even know who dolly parton is it's so far in the future yeah
0: that's that's the thing too and i was thinking myself if if nobody else knows who dolly parton is it's fine it's it
1: sounds like a good speech but it's just like oh god zing (laughs) (laughs) it's funny Uh, yeah uh uh, yeah I i gotta think about this though not to do a side tangent but like when he's looking up all these songs and stuff the songs he's picking are from so far in the past for them right it would be like us looking up like baroque music and liking it i know and that's the thing it's like oh let me
0: go listen to a baroque song I'm like oh yeah and and it's this classical
1: stuff has really got to me
0: <laughs> and and not only would we be looking it up but our contemporaries like you and i and other friends would be like oh that's a great song how would you know a 300-plus-year-old song? Just, like, how would he know Dolly Parton's songs?
1: That's what I mean, yeah. It's kind of – but I'll let it pass because
0: it, 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 it's funny. It, it does. It's better than trying to – and it's better than doing, like, the Star Trek thing and, like, having, like, things from the future, which is the past, and it's like, okay, yeah, this, this imaginary war that will happen in 125 years from now or some weird music that's from the past but it's our future, and I don't want that.
1: Yeah, some song we've never even heard of. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's it's funny.
0: Um, we finally get, I, I'm a, D- a Ted Danson fan. Ted Danson's actually on screen. He can't do his little, little remote shots here. He actually has to be in the scene with everybody else. I like, remember how we always said that like the admirals would always be on screen and they could film that whenever they want. And then this, yeah, yeah. this time it's like you, your actors have to be in the room to do this.
1: First time we see him in the room mm-hmm. in person, not on the screen. That was cool.
0: Well, I bet you too. Cause Ted Danson's in the show, the good place. And that ended earlier. Many weeks ago, maybe his scene was easier to film since he wasn't doing that show.
1: I have a little gripe, but it's no big deal. What is it? Ted Danton looks, to me, looks a lot older in this than he did in the Gold uh, Good Place, and I think it's the lighting, maybe or
0: he did. He did look older. I did notice that. I don't know if his hairpiece is different or what, but he did look older.
1: Oh, does he have a hairpiece for real?
0: He, he's been bald for years. Yeah,
1: since like the- I didn't know that. He's yeah. got a good hairpiece. Yeah, then.
0: and that's and and the funny thing is everybody knows he's he's got a hairpiece. He he admits he has a hairpiece, but he still wears one. And yeah, and he's worn it, he's graded out over the years. Yeah, so it's
1: yeah, but he did he looked a lot more wrink, a lot more older in the face and stuff, and I'm like I wonder if that was on purpose to make him look more distinguished or something, but he did look older.
0: I don't know, or maybe they just filmed it and maybe he was tired or something or more light, and 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 I'd have to go back and watch some of the scenes that they filmed with him earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't really know. Yeah, but yeah, he looked a lot older than this. I did notice that though.
1: Yeah. Um. Speaking of cameos, we we, we talked about this before the show. A wasted cameo. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Talk about it. Uh, Marina, is that her name?
0: Uh, Marina Sirtis. Yes,
1: Marina Sirtis, who uh, you know, Star Trek Next Generation plays a teacher for like half a second on the screen and we don't get to see her again.
0: Yeah. So I heard that she was going to be in this episode. I'm like, Oh, Jonathan Frakes her. I'm like, this is awesome. We got a little TNG mini reunion going on here. This is awesome. And they mentioned that she's going to be in this episode. So I'm like, okay. So she has a significant part. She's going to be a guest star that has a big enough part through the episode. And she plays the teacher. I feel like she's, she's replacing the teacher that was dating Kelly. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because we never saw her before, so I'm thinking, oh, she's the new teacher. So, and she's got a little bit a scene here, a scene there, and then we're done with her. And I'm like, what the hell?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was the the smallest cameo we've ever seen. Even Ted Danson's scenes were more than her.
0: Yeah, and he was on a on a screen. You know, he wasn't even in the room at the time. Like yeah. throughout the show, he's done it. Um, I'm hoping maybe she'll be like like guest starring every so often if they need to go to the school or something like that mm-hmm. it would be nice maybe just have her like that c- capacity but I felt like somebody as big in the science fiction world as she is that you
1: would have given her a bigger part right
0: but we don't well, mean we don't know, I mean, know what's going on on the other side how busy she was and whatever
1: the trivia here says that she was originally supposed to be a different role. Um, and I think maybe some scheduling conflicts happened. So she had to act right after she was hired and maybe if she had more time, her role would have been bigger. And like I like you said, maybe she'll be used in a future episode.
0: Yeah, maybe. And if she does little parts like this, I'd have no problem with it. Like if they go to the the, the school and they need to talk to Topa and there she is. It's like, oh, Topa's doing good today. Okay. That's it. We don't need to see her again. I'm happy. I thought she was Mm going to be actually part of the storyline. She really wasn't part of anything yeah but hey we got another star trek next generation person on this show check that box off there you go loving Keep that adding um i like of course you get the little humor there i love how ed's talking to that one admiral admiral not admiral perry because that's ted Danson, but the other guy the guy who was in uh dc's legends of the fall that's how i know him
1: <laughs> okay uh firestorm
0: um he's talking to him he's the one we see all the time since episode one where he's like mm-hmm. he's like uh uh, so, you know, you, you don't, you know, let the Orville know to stand back, but you never know. The message might not get through. And, of course, it's like, oh, we just got a new communication. And he's like, oh, I get the hint now. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> the, the stereotypical idiot thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but I do. I, I love when they do stuff like that. You know, don't do that. But
1: if the message doesn't get through, hint, hint. uh Okay. And then we see Kelly and Bordis go to fight the other Moklins.
0: Right. Because, oh yeah, I forgot to mention Moklins said, well, and this is another thing that bothers me. Moklins says, hey, we're going to renounce our union membership if you allow this colony in. We're out of here. Yeah. F you, have a nice day. But then all of a sudden we find out that Moklins is the primary supplier of weapons to the union.
1: But I think that was kind of su- been suggested all, all the time with them doing upgrades and stuff. You know, it's oh, kind of dropping hints
0: it's kind of scary and stupid to do that all at once too.
1: I think this is probably Seth MacFarlane putting real world politics into this. Like we always get all of our stuff from, we get all our oil from, right. You know, from Arab countries kind of thing. Oh yeah.
0: This was another screaming
1: modern day, uh,
0: yeah. Storylines put into the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do like the thing that they said, um, and we never get an answer to it, but I, I figure we all know the answer. They said to Bordas, so if, if Machlis says, you know, we're leaving the union, where do you stand on this? It's like, oh, that's kind of true. Where do you go? But we would all know he's I figured he'd stay with the union because his beliefs are more
1: like the human's beliefs than the Machlin beliefs. Right. I think you're right. Are you saying that's something that might happen still? I will tell you that in a second, but I
0: do believe that. Okay.
1: Um, I loved the whole gunfight scene. Let's play
0: nine to five as they're shooting each other. It's just like.
1: It was good to have that music there. <clears throat> oh, I love it. But two yeah. against like 20 or 30.
0: I felt it, And then all the women, all of a sudden the women start coming out of the huts with the guns and start fighting back. I'm like, hmm. Wouldn't you think they would have started fighting a little sooner?
1: But when I, when I see stuff like this, that's two against a whole bunch of people. There's a whole bunch of background actors you could have been putting in there, right? Yeah. Why not why just Bordis and Kelly? Why not bring some red shirts? Come on. Well,
0: well, like she said, um, if you know it, it, she's can get in a lot of trouble for what she's doing. Yeah. So she doesn't want to bring anybody with her. But then, of course, Bordis is like, um, I'm going with you. I'm disobeying your order. I'm going with you.
1: Still, they could have had some red shirts in there.
0: They could have. I mean, they could have had people step up and say, I'm gonna go too, but. Yeah, it was just those two. It's okay. So, what do you think of the whole if if Moklas left the Union? Where would they go? Would they join the Krill?
1: Like they said, they kind of suggested that
0: <clears throat> and help the Krill with their weaponry and take on the Kalon.
1: But they kind of feel like an enemy. The way their beliefs are so different from the union, mm-hmm. it makes no sense for them to be a part of the union, except for the whole supplying right. uh, weapons. Right. That's why I get the the correlation between them and Arab countries. You know, mm-hmm. they're bad people, but hey, they supply us oil, so they're friends for they're convenient friends, right? Exactly, <laughs> friends yeah. friends with benefits. There you go.
0: Um, but I love that Ed says that you know if Machlis left, they probably would get destroyed, and the only planet left would be the colony, and you still would be a one species, a one gender race.
1: You know, yeah, kind of rang true there. Kind of put them in their put brakes on them. You know,
0: did you expect it to end the way it did with the union not recognizing sovereignty of the colony, but saying, you know, you leave it alone, we'll leave it alone, and things will be hunky
1: dory for now. I didn't expect it, but it makes sense with our analogy with the Arab countries. Mm-hmm. Think of Iran, I guess, the whole yeah. the whole nuke thing. You know?
0: <laughs> um, I'm wondering if later in the season, or if this is a season three, knock on wood if it comes out, mean that this storyline's going to come back around.
1: I think they're putting threads in place that so they can
0: go that route, because I wanted I wanted them to acknowledge this, this colony. With give them sovereignty. Hey, you're part of the union now. And Makla's saying, We're done, we're out of here, and then change the whole dynamic of how the show is.
1: They could still well,
0: yeah. I don't think we right. have much time left this season to do it, but I was expecting that I'm like, there, then you really change the way the show is. Bordis and his and his husband and their kid, how is that gonna be affected? What about the krill? You know, the Kalon? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can go on here. This seems like it's gonna be a huge, like season three finale. Type of thing going on,
1: and I like that. I like that they're building storylines with with these political alliances because wasn't that kind of the thing with Star Trek? You know?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it
1: makes sense. But
0: yeah, this, uh, yeah, that's a lot was going on in this week's episode. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of like I said, we were going from point A to point B to point C, and I didn't expect the changes to be made throughout this entire forty-something minute episode. I was like, wow.
1: Yeah, it shows how, you know, diverse it's getting.
0: Oh yeah, you know? it is. And I was saying earlier too that that this this season has changed dramatically. At the beginning it was all the romance and you were setting up storylines which I don't feel like we ever followed through on. And now uh-huh. now we're back to w- the way the show should be, a lot of seriousness, a little bit of humor in there, but pure science
1: fiction. I liked it. It was a really good episode.
0: Oh yeah, this was probably one of the best episodes of this season.
1: Except for the, uh, what's the other one? The robot one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Agreed. All right. I think we should wrap up this one. Uh, I want to thank Brian for being here. Where can we find
1: you online, Brian? I can find him on Instagram or Twitter. It's Brian Says.
0: And as always, you can find us over at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all your sci-fi goodness. Ton of episodes. We got Alien episode, Rick and Morty. We got Twilight Zone, this and we did sci-fi shorts this week. So check it all out at sayproductions.com sci-fi watcher. That's it, my friends. We'll see you next time.